You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. You can get it early every Tuesday at patreon.com slash Thunderquack, or you can wait and get it late on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. And uh, I'll, I'll start right now by saying, so we we talked about how, how that intro has a little rhyme and whatnot yeah. uh, last week. And I didn't really say it then, and 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 when I was listening back to it when I was editing, I realized like I probably should have mentioned like I that intro is one hundred percent riffed off of the uh, the kind of funny podcast intro um, because they have a similar thing of like you get it early on Patreon or you can wait, and the 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 getting it late thing is one of their their gags. But here's the thing: back last May, almost a year ago on May 4th when the kind of funny crew was in Vancouver and I went to the meet and greet and hung out with them for a little bit. Um, I, I talked to one of their guys, Tim Geddes, uh, and, and said like, you know, cause he's, he's kind of the, the brains of their operation. Uh, I, and like, he kind of comes up with all of their schemes and, uh, 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 how their Patreon works and all of that sort of thing. And we were, I was saying like, Hey, I have a, podcast network it's like kind of modeled after what you guys do even though we launched on the same in the same week uh, uh back in uh, uh 2015 but i i was saying to him like hey like i like i love what you guys do and i model some things and i and and we're gonna do a thing we're basically gonna rip off some of your stuff and he was like dude rip off whatever you want he was like that's that's the best way to do anything is like just look and see. Like I like that thing. I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna do it my way. Um, so like you've, he, you've definitely given them credit before, though, because I do. I do remember yeah. you talking about that. So, um, but yeah. So so anytime that I am ripping something off of of kind of funny, I am doing it with uh, the express ver- express verbal consent of Tim Gettys uh, from Kind of Funny, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I, he he basically said, "Yeah, go for it." Uh, so. So I do just essentially rip off their intro there, but it's such a good intro. Um, that's uh, how can I not? But I uh, yeah I we are on a, a week two of quarantine in this house of self isolation. You're going into your official week one, right? You, you were official from week home? one, yeah. And I failed miserably by running out of milk this morning. <laughs> Like I'd been in, I'd been in I, since Friday because I was getting the whole team set up uh, to work from home this week. So I've been walking, and I mean, I'm I I work two blocks away. So like I've just been walking to work. I have my own office, and then coming back. So I'm like, it's not like I've been interacting with a ton of people, but there's yeah. people that are still there that couldn't couldn't be set up. So yeah. as production, I stayed there to help them get set up. But now officially, as of Monday, we're hoping nobody will go back in the office, and I've got all my stuff set up. So I also was like just making sure that I'm set up with like food and things like that, and then. 
I, I'm going to have to make coffee all this week and not having milk is not a thing that I can do. So, and it, and it only happened because yesterday I was like, I can't have any more screen time. Yeah. I'm going to make some cupcakes. So I made cupcakes, but I made like white cupcakes and they like are either like milk or water. And when you use milk, it's just so much better. But yeah. like, I only buy myself like a small thing of milk because I'm just one person. And so, but then a cup of that, it, it takes a lot. So anyway, suffice to say, I ran out of milk today <laughs> and I was debating all day about what I was going to do about it. And then, so I signed up for Spud for grocery delivery, but no grocery delivery is happening within the next week in Vancouver because yeah. everything is booked up. But I ordered it for like next Monday. So like I went through and I got my groceries for next Monday. And then by the time, like the day is kind of winding down, I was like, you know what? I, I have to, like, I have to go get a couple of things. Like I'm also yeah. like, but I ran to the store and they were like closing their doors. And like, I had even Googled it, but they had just changed their hours. Um, yeah. but it was kind of like, I ran in, nobody was there. I grabbed some milk, I grabbed some chicken and then I checked out. And so I was like, I really didn't, didn't really like talk to that many people or, or touch anybody, yeah. which was, um, <laughs> it, it was, it was like, if I had to, it was like, cause, I cause normally under, under I normal totally circumstances, realized, you just walk everybody. around the grocery store touching humans. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, but like, no, like I didn't like get produce or like, I wasn't like, yeah. I wasn't like touching stuff. So, yeah. um, but I like anyways, but now I'm going to I'm going to see what I can do this week. I've decided that basically one day a week I'm going to order like a bunch of food from someplace and then just like eat it like because I always do takeout anyways. So I might as well just do like I did Chinese food last week and then I ordered Indian food this week. But the Indian food isn't really sitting right with me. And I'm kind of like, oh, man, maybe I won't be able to like eat the rest of this Indian food that I bought. But I kind of like I kind of think I'll do that. So like it keeps me. Like, I'm just trying to, like, be like, yeah. how can I get a routine that's also, like, a little varied so that I can always, like, get something good and, and like, reusable, like, that, that, like, that like lasts but is, like, a little different. Because I was going to get Chinese food again this week because, I oh, my God, I could eat Chinese food, like, all the time. I just love Chinese food. So, um, but, you know, like, 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 Americanized Chinese food is not, yeah. like, real good Chinese food. But I, I don't know. Um, but it's really delicious. And then, but I stopped myself and I was like, no, no, you got to try something different so that you can like have some variety in your life. But I mean, my life has changed very little. I <laughs> usually stay at home yeah. and don't do much. So like really all it is, is me now just not going out. Like, cause I'm not, I'll just like go out for like walks or, I mean, I won't even do that. No, I don't even know what I do. Honestly, weekends I stay in anyways. So it's just the difference is now I'm not going to be going to work kind of. I'm very, I self-isolate a lot in life anyways, but suffice to say, I have milk now. I'm drinking some tea. I've decided that I'm only going to drink Monday through Saturday. So I'm not allowed to drink on Sundays because otherwise like I just, I will be, cause I just like drink coffee in the morning and then I switch to wine and I need to stop doing that. <laughs> so anyways, I'm just, I'm just, I actually think I'll come out of this a much healthier person than I was previously. I think like, I I like, think a lot of people are reevaluating stuff right now and sort of looking at their lives and and hmm. and going like okay like because once you when you have to put yourself under the microscope like we all do right now having to to really like look at at our habits and and our lifestyles and what we're spending money on and and where we're going and 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 interacting yeah. with people and all that sort of thing you start to evaluate good and bad right you start to to do the pros and cons and and really sort of weighing like okay i i can't do these things do i miss them yes or no right it's like the it's like the the spark joy thing 
with right. uh, with with decluttering your house, which I'm not very good at. Amanda can attest to that. My house yeah. is very cluttered. There's a lot of stuff, but um, a lot of it, almost all of it, sparks joy for me, and then the other half of it sparks joy for Crystal. So, um, or well, or that's or just the compounding. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I so it's really hard to really get get rid of anything, but but in our in our lives, like there's also activities and places and things that we do. That, that I think we can evaluate the same way. And we're being forced to under these circumstances, right? Yeah. And looking I at actually, like, like what are your habits, your shopping habits and, yeah. you know, going to the grocery store two or three times a week and picking things up and how often I go to the grocery store for, oh, hey, we need to get, we need to get a protein and, you know, whatever pantry staples, right? Get, get some pasta, get some tomato sauce, whatever. Um, and then f- uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. And how often do I come home with like, oh man, there's this rad new cereal that's got, it's got extra flavor blasts on it. So I'm going to try that. So there's an extra $3 for sugar. And, uh, oh, uh, this soda that I don't normally buy is on sale, but you know, like, I've been good this week. I'll treat myself. I'm going to get that too. And I'm going to get a chocolate bar and I'm going to get candy for crystal as well. And I'm going to do the, like this and that and come home. And it's like, I've spent $50 more than I wanted to on nothing of any consequence or actual like nutritional value. Right. Dude, I eat out almost every day. Yeah. And I I have a very like European style of dinner where like I usually often just buy whatever I'm going to eat on my way home because like literally like again, my work is two blocks away. But between my work and here, there is a grocery store. So like I always just grab like bread and cheese and or whatever it is I want to eat. But I also go grocery shopping at least once every two weeks and buy like two hundred dollars worth of groceries. Yeah. And then usually what happens is they sit in my fridge and then go bad. Yeah. And it's just like this terrible. So anyway, so I really do believe that this is going to make me come out a better person because I've also cooked more in the last yeah. two weeks than I've ever cooked. And and it's just like it's not it's just that I choose not to do it. So it's kind of nice to like be evaluating stuff. Also, I got a six day streak on Duolingo cause I've signed up to go back and, and re cause I, my Korean got super rusty and then I just, I don't know. So, so, but I'm going to like try and do these things that I'm like, Oh my God, all it takes is like five minutes a day to just become a better person in like <laughs> different ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I, I do think like, like we just signed up for, for, uh, I, uh, company that they provides like local meat um from local farms sort of within within an hour or two um of where we live so that's good that's better for the environment that's awesome. what is that called true local is the one true that local. is I the one that we're like... giving a try um there's another one in vancouver called meet me that uh that that we've looked at previously but their um their stock is like non-existent at the moment for for obvious reasons so um if we like true local we'll stick with it if not maybe we'll we'll try and get in with meet me and and get some stuff as well but um but yeah it's nice we've done like the 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 meal prep boxes we did two different kinds we did hello fresh and then man what was the other one i don't remember what the other one was but uh we tried those I'm such a picky eater though. So it's, it, it really didn't, didn't work for us. And, and, and I found like when they're like, Oh, you get two portions, they mean it. You get two portions. Like as if you were going to a restaurant, um, 
like this is this is one meal with maybe a little bit of leftover um uh, for two people and that's just not the way that i like to cook i like to i like to make something and and have extra and have extra um this is a this has a lot of meat in it true yeah yeah um is it are you supposed to freeze it when you get it because i I, would not go through this much meat in a week i think it comes frozen oh okay Um, and so we've we've signed up to get it every three weeks and we'll see how that goes um, and if it's too much meat for three weeks, then we'll we'll reduce it to four. Or uh, if we find we're running out, then we'll increase it to two every two weeks. But um, yeah, I mean, like we got we got ground beef, chicken breast, uh, bacon bits, a turkey breast, and a pork tenderloin. And I'm like, this all sounds really good. This sounds like this sounds like a, a, a few weeks worth of of. Uh, good eating because i can put that ground beef into spaghetti and yeah i'm i'm excited about it because it means that like i like that there's a there's a good portion of my life that is spent hopping in the car to drive five minutes away and then spend half an hour walking around a grocery store and spending more money than i should have um and coming home with with stuff that's not good for me and that that we don't need and um this is this is like honestly, I mean, and we talked about it last week. I yeah. like I feel like I feel like now like these these Thunderquack podcasts are gonna start with a, a little bit of Corona chat. We just can't not. No. But I think I, I like doing the positive stuff because I do think what you're talking about is right. Like it's gonna change the way that people like. I've been meaning to do a box or ordered groceries for a really long time. Yeah. And the fact that this is now just forcing me to think ahead and be like what do I want to eat and how do I plan my meals? And it's just like, just that little bit of foresight is like, why would I stop doing that? So, Oh my God, I only put like four things in here and already the box is full. There you go. This is wow. Um, But yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I just think like when you look at, when you look at, I tweeted it last week and I think I might've mentioned it, that this idea of, um, I, I, I guess I tweeted it more than a week ago, but, uh, the idea that, that with, um, the, uh, everybody's sort of staying home and in quarantine and, and, uh, particularly like with, with China and, um, and Italy and Iran on lockdown, <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. it, the even more harsh version of it, um, particularly in Italy where it's like, Man, it's out of control in Italy. It's, it's really it's sad. scary, man. But, it's scary. Um, yeah, I don't know if their economy is going to be able to really weather that. But uh, so it's a lot of people dead. But um, one of talking, the, yeah, yeah, one of the things that that everybody is sort of like tweeting and posting pictures of is in Venice, the the canals are like crystal clear. Uh, yeah, which yeah. they haven't been basically in recorded history. Like it's, it's always one of those things of like, Oh, go see the beautiful river city of Venice. Right. And, and then people are like, yeah, but actually it's like, it's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I have faith that it'll stay like that. I don't think that, that it'll like... stay like that, but it's definitely an indicator that we're doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, um, yeah. And, and I really hope that it's a wake up call for a lot of people that like, Hey, the world, the world kind of needs to change after this. Um, and Dude, I, I, Crystal, I, Crystal said, I, I was talking to her about it and she goes, 
this is really this is probably not okay to say it's kind of a weird thing to say but i think maybe thanos had had the right idea <laughs> and i was like right, you yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. you are incredible um but it's like don't tell that to a lot right. of people but then i said it on a podcast but it is it is a thing where it's like the things that we just do that are creature comforts yeah. are the things that are causing the world to burn. Yeah. Like it's not the things we need, it's the things we want. And I will say my mom is just itching to get on a plane and go somewhere. And so it's like I, I imagine that when this is all said and done, we might even it might be worse because people are just gonna like explode. There's into gonna their, be like, there's gonna be a, a yeah, there will be a burst effect of like the second that oh I I said to Crystal this morning. I was like, you know what? Like, cause we were talking about, um, I, I, th- there are some people that are recommending like, don't even get takeout food. Cause I, uh, or like delivery food. Cause it's, it's, you know, like you're, you're risking contamination. It's like, okay, but we can't, you can't just completely cut yourself off from the world. We don't And I get it delivered and then I wash my hands and then I don't yeah. really touch the plastic and then I take it out and it's delicious. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and, and I think it's really important to remember that we're not trying to, um, the, the, the goal of social distancing and self-isolation isn't, we're going to stop this. It's, we're going right. to slow it down and flatten the curve. Right. Yeah. So I actually, on my, on my Facebook, I, I posted this great gif. Um, that really, really did a good job of illustrating exactly why social distancing is so important. Um, and it showed basically like uh, a flow chart of like one interacting with two and then each one of those interacting with yeah. another two. So it's the it's the exponential growth factor, right? Of yeah. like one to two to four to, um, you know, like like uh, just, just building and building and building. And it shows that and then it shows the one and then when it goes to the next stage of two it's like okay one of them got infected but the other one stayed home from work right yeah and so, so it's like yeah two more people after that weren't infected and then four more people after that weren't infected and then like further on down the road from the infection line it's like well this person didn't go to that convention because they because they were self-isolating or, or social distancing or like like um, and it, and it kind of showed the, the incredible effect that that can have of like, okay, so <coughs> most of these people aren't getting infected, um, when they would have. Right. right. And yeah. that's, and that's what we're trying to do. It's because yeah. it's the not to stop is, it entirely. It's like the quarantine thing doesn't work and that's not how we're going to kill it. Yeah. We're going to social distance it, flatten the curve, get a vaccine and then just stay safe. Yeah. Like. Um, and not overwhelm the medical system, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the key is that is that for you and I, probably not that big of a deal. I, I have a little bit of a concern with Cassie because she's so young, but but she's There's also, also st- coming up now. Actually, that that like people in their thirties are dying pretty regularly. So, well, there is, yeah, and and I I, but like you know, a lot a lot yeah. of the people our age that that have that have are contracted it maybe yeah. haven't even noticed symptoms. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, again, yeah. that's one of the problems yeah. um, is that people are out there in the world kind of doing their thing, not realizing that they have it. Idris Elba was asymptomatic when he was uh, confirmed to have it. So um, right. like it, like that's one of the biggest dangers with this. Uh, but the, the, the problem is the is is the number of people with complications that are going to have to to 
go to the hospital and then the hospital system being overwhelmed, which again is exactly what we're seeing in Italy. It's what happened in China and China had to build all of these temporary hospitals. But, um, the, 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 the sun breaking on the other side of this is that China over the last, I think like five days has had like, like a one person increase, um, of confirmed cases, um, every day. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's been so minimal. They've got it under control and, uh, and they've closed their temporary hospitals. Um, and, uh, and, and they're, they're recovered are almost matching the, the number of, uh, uh, confirmed cases. Right. Um, I actually have the, I, I can bring up the numbers. Because uh, this is positive. This is I like. It shows that it's like that it's there a, is a progression. Right? The numbers are staggering, okay. and 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 the, you get a little bit lost with it. But it is. Uh, let me just refresh this page so that I'm getting the most up to date. Although by the time you guys hear this, it'll be either a day or five days late. But um, podcasts uh, are a weird little time capsule. Yeah. Because even though you're listening to it live and or as new as you can get it, it could still be out of date. Okay, so uh, 81,098, there were 38 confirmed cases uh, in the last, I think it's, I think it's the last 24 hours is what this chart is. But even so, 38 cases as opposed to the thousands of cases that other places are seeing. Um, And, uh, but 81,098 confirmed cases, 72,704 recovered. So obviously, like, they are through the worst of it. Um, and, and coming out the other side. And that's really great. The U S has rocketed up to, to third highest number of confirmed cases. They went up 7,686 in the last day, but yeah, uh, which is a lot, but there's going to be a moment where we're going to see, we saw this in, in China and in Italy where, uh, before social distancing starts, it's about a 10 day lag of the confirmed cases coming in and it's going right. to be a spike before the drop off. And that's yeah. what we're seeing right now in the United States. The other thing to remember is compared to other countries, the United States has so many people and that was the same with China, right? There are just so many people in these countries. Um, and compared to Canada, it's like, <laughs> it's always, it, it, I always have to remind myself just how few people are in Canada when we compare it to the United States and even to parts of Europe, like, like sort of per capita, like like for square footage. Right. Um, we have so much space and so So many people people have gone to Saskatchewan that I know. Yeah. (laughs) They're just just running and hiding with their families. Yeah. Um, yeah, and infecting them. Uh, but that's all right. I, I, it's it's okay because it's it's all like (laughs) we need to distribute it a little bit so that it's not all Vancouver and Toronto. Um, But yeah, it, it does, it does, man, a weekend, it feels like, uh, uh, <laughs> March has been the longest year ever. Um, <laughs> yep. You have kids. So I saw this like post oh, so where it was rough. like, where it was like, um, it's like, oh man, people quarantining without kids. You don't know how lucky you are. And then the post afterwards, like, no, we, we fully understand how yeah. lucky we are. Some may say it's why we chose not to have children yeah. because children are a lot of work. Yeah. So I just even chatting with you and Crystal today um, was so funny. Like, it just seems like chaos. 
And I just, I don't know how you're holding up. How are you, Mike? Oh, this is me checking in with you. Awful. You guys, oh awful. No. If you want the honest truth, not good. Not oh good. No. Work is super stressful um, because I, uh, one main segment of our of our audience with the with the company that I work for is oil and gas, and oh. uh, the oil and gas industry is imploding. Um, right. It was yeah. the oil and gas industry was on a downturn, anyways. So so we were headed for sort of rough waters um, as of like last November, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of in the offing of like, hey. You know, we're gonna have to tighten the belt. Stuff's gonna happen, um, and uh, and we have seen that. We've seen layoffs and stuff like that in the company, and and it's been chaotic. I uh, and then all of this happens, and the oil and gas industry uh, is just not doing well. Um, and then the other yeah. segment that we serve is mining, and mining also is not going to be doing well because a lot of places are shutting down production and. Um, uh, there have been some even confirmed deaths and stuff uh, on mine sites Yikes. as a result, because um, you can imagine respiratory, a respiratory illness oh, in yeah. those conditions is not a good mix. Um, so you know, like it's it's stressful. It's 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 really stressful for for the higher ups. We just came out of like I said, like a a a, a, a series of of. Um, it was right sizing layoffs, right? Like I sound, I sound mm-hmm. like a like a corporate show when I say stuff like that. But but I do, I do think that uh, the decisions that were made were made for the right reasons. Um, didn't necessarily agree with all of the personnel decisions, but but um, I, that's because you know we're always biased. I think that my friends were doing a really good job, and that they should, we should have found other things for them to do. But um, I. But, but, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, business is business and, it's, and it seemed like the right stuff, but it's still stressful, right? Yeah. They're hard decisions to make and it's hard to see people go. Um, and then going into this, it's like, it was kind of like the, the message was like, okay, we, we, we've tightened the belt. We've, we've right-sized the business. Uh, we've really crunched these numbers and we think going into 2020 that this is going to put us in a really strong position for success and everybody's like okay cool so let's just like all kind of heads down you know double your efforts let's 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 have a good 2020 and then a month later this happens and so it's just it's just everybody is kind of everybody's pulling together so there is a positive to it there is a great side of it but i think it's also like there's a lot of pressure particularly on on management of like um you know like 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 we got to make sure that we're bringing our a game we got to make sure that we're that we're hitting these deadlines and stuff like that you know business uh type stuff and and that trickles down to someone like me and it's like okay so i'm feeling that pressure um to perform but here i am stuck at home with screaming kids and chaos and i have to write copy for a website and that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do at the best of times because I am not I wouldn't consider myself a writer. Um, I, and, and content strategy is a new thing to me. So um, it's something that I do with Thunderquack. So I have experience, but we don't we don't really take it very seriously. Right. It's like right, everything right yeah. here. It's a hobby. And it's like it's not a it's not a full on business business. So, um, you know, I kind of have dabbled in it, but now I'm doing it for like the last six months. 
as my job. And, and so, um, I don't know, I'm getting better at it every day, but it's, it is a skill that I'm developing. So it's hard. It's really hard. It's not like design. It, like you asked me to design a brochure. It's like, whatever, I can design a brochure, but I took this challenge on because I wanted to expand my skill set, and design was getting boring. So I did that. And now we're in this situation and it's like, you have to write this content and, and crank it out. We got to get this done. And I, uh, that the stress, stress does not make writer's block easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and especially not when the, when the subject matter is highly technical, like it is in the mining and oil and gas industries, right? Like it's, and, and stuff that like I am not technically versed in. So I have to do a lot of research when I'm writing and I have to do a lot of fact checking and make sure that I'm not just writing nonsense, uh, or worse, just like buzzwords. Right. Right. Um, right. So that's all like, like it's, it's stressful. And then on top of it, the, the, you add on the fact that like, I am responsible for these two kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I mean like Crystal can handle herself, but I am also responsible for her in the same way that she's responsible for me. Um, and that's an added thing of like, you know, uh, when Cassie is sleeping in my arms napping and I look down at her stupid, adorable little face, um, <laughs> it's hard to hold it together sometimes because it's like, Jesus, uh. I am responsible for your life during a global pandemic yeah Um, that's it's that's it's not easy like anybody who's like yeah i'm good we're we're managing we're getting through they're probably lying to you they're putting on a good a good show a, a, a a strong face uh to to kind of power through it and maybe they have to convince themselves to a certain degree but um which i totally support and understand but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I know who's listening to this podcast and the people who really care. So I'll be honest with you guys. Like, it's not yeah. easy. And at about three o'clock every day uh, for the last five days, it hits me. Like, Aww. the exhaustion of dealing with kids all day and, and trying to get work done and, and all of that. and then, But then also just, like, the stress hits like a... a like a break point, right. Of like, like the cup runs over at about three o'clock every day, which is under normal circumstances. Three o'clock is I think the time for a lot of people when, when when you get that half hour energy or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's just that much harder to deal with right now. But I mean, like I say Mm -hmm. all that and, and thankfully, like I have a good support system, both through my wife uh, and I, I, and and outlets like this and and a lot of friends and family even if they can't be around they are around um and i and mm. the other part of it is just knowing that you know it's not just us we're not alone everybody is dealing with this together and reminding yourself that everybody is in this together so if you are following me on twitter you've probably noticed there are two times in the day around three or four o'clock when i'll you know post some angsty I uh, hopeful <laughs> something or other and around midnight to one o'clock in the morning when I'm, when I should be sleeping, um, <laughs> which isn't contributing to, to, to my mental health. I, I need to be better about getting in bed. Um, but I like sort of at those two times I'm posting very, uh, I, I, junior high live journal type, uh, uh, 
posts on Twitter, but um, that's a, it's a, it's an outlet. It's a, it's just, sometimes you just have to get the feelings out and, and express them and, and uh, it helps. Uh, yeah. I'm, it, I'm it becoming does. much more active on Twitter now because you I are, am, I noticed that uh, I was actually going to tweet that of like, Hey, anybody yeah. else notice that Amanda's awake? <laughs> I know, She's yeah. around. I like, I'm doing stuff, man. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, it is, I can't imagine because I am just like, I am just all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's kind of just like, I realize that I, because I'm so used to it, there are certain things that I just do naturally. Like sometimes I, I do just like sit on my floor and listen to music, but it's become more frequent now. It's like, I'm doing it like once a day where I'm just, I have my, like, it's like a sanity check like moment where I just kind of, am like, I'm just going to like lie here and not be on a screen. Cause I've now my like hashtag screen fried is my new like thing where it's just yeah. like, there's so many screens all day, every day. And I haven't even gotten into a work, like a full work from home week yet. But even Friday when everybody at my work was basically screen based, like remote. And it was just me at the office. I was on Google chats, like Google hangouts, like the, like video calls all day. And I can only imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow. So, you know, everybody, it's just going to be a new world. I will say something that's real disheartening is that they are still building pipelines on, uh, like, territory that doesn't belong to Canada. <laughs> so that's fun that I, like, oil and gas just needs to wake up. Like, why? Like, let's, I don't know. People are people are talking, like, this is what happens when you're not prepared for, like, alternative solutions. Like, yeah. oil and gas isn't a sustainable thing, so we probably should have invested in other things. And I will say... Mining, because there's a lot of like stuff that goes into technology and like, you know, batteries and all that stuff that's coming from stuff in mining. I feel like that industry probably has a bit more longevity, but like oil and gas, come on, you guys like, let's, yeah, let's, let's rewrite that or mining. Mining has a really exciting future. And this isn't just me saying it because I work for a company that is primarily mining that I've worked for, for, uh, oh geez. What is it today? So many years. It's the 22nd. Uh, yeah. I think I've worked there for eight years. Um, no, is it? I think it was March. Um, yeah, uh, March eighteenth, I think. I uh, the the future of mining is is really cool um, if we if we can manage to to get there because the future is is uh, extraterrestrial. Um, it's it's uh, mining asteroids and comets and and um and oh yeah interstellar bodies and that is like that's cool that's rad that's that's that is cool that's an industry that i want to be a part of can we let's just make sure we don't go to avatar because i'd like us to just only use hunks of rock that don't have sentient life yeah well and that's the thing yeah (laughs) obviously right but um (laughs) It all depends on where the unobtainium is. Yeah, uh, right. But but yeah, I, so there there is an exciting future there. Oil and gas, however, it's like no, we have we can figure out better stuff. We yeah. can figure out better stuff than this. Um, so yeah, I don't know, and I, and I'm confident in that, and I try and push it push for that at work because our oil and gas division is also like we call the energy division. So we also are in. We have other stuff in. Um, uh, uh, renewables and, and, and emerging energy technology, but, uh, the focus is oil and gas, um, because that's yeah. sort of what it was built on out of Alberta. But, um, right. but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it, every, everything will be fine eventually, you know, like everybody's going to get through this and, and, and come out the other side. But, uh, 
uh, the world's going to be a different place, I think. It is. It's sort of been over on the Thunderquack quarantine zone, which we've been doing every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night, and we will continue to do until uh, self-isolation ends. Um, which could be a couple months. Which could be so. a couple of months. Uh, but, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, this week was great, and, and, I, and I think it's a big part of – uh, helping me deal with things because it's I'm actually reconnecting with people that I haven't talked to in a little while. Yeah, um, Tyler was on the podcast on Friday, yeah. wasn't he? That's um, cool. Yeah, and it's making a point to like kind of hang out with and uh, and and converse with some some of my friends. So that's the whole point of podcasting for me. So um, so that's been a that's been a positive and it's really good. But uh, that's been one of the sort of themes is like what are positive things? Yeah, and like we're gonna we'll we'll get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to see the other side of this. Say that like as much as like people are we're, we're getting through and we, we are uniting to, to speak to some positive like things based on what we sort of started chatting about last week was that movies are available on the Cineplex store that were recently in theaters. And I was so excited to be able to watch Emma on Friday and use my scene points. Like I have so yeah. I have a stupid amount of scene points right now because I got like a visa card that has scene points and I just like have not had a chance to go to the movies in so long. And when I realized that you can just like rent movies using your scene points, it was just the best. So I watched Emma on Friday night and then basically watched different variations of Emma all weekend, like all of the different like iterations <laughs> of, of that particular yeah. Jane Austen thing. And I will say Clueless, I, like I didn't rewatch Clueless because I did just watch Clueless like a couple of weeks ago when I was in New York visiting my friend. But like Clueless is the best. And I don't know if people know that Clueless is Emma from Jane Austen. And it's so like every time I'm watching a, a like an Emma, like an original, like in the Austen time period yeah. version of Emma, I always am just like, man, they nailed the like modern version of this in Clueless so well because it's just so tonally the same. And so it's just really, really interesting to see. Anyways, and then I watched like there's like a, like um the people that did the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, like the, the Vlogbrothers, Hank Green. Uh, and his uh, offshoot company did a version of uh, Emma called Emma Approved. It's a vlog. And then anyways, I just watched a lot of Emma this weekend. But it, it's cool that there is stuff that, that is available. And I couldn't find the Gwyneth Paltrow version of Emma on streaming services because Amazon makes you get BritBox. And I didn't really want to invest in another streaming service. Oh, but thank you for I, reminding me that I have to cancel that. Yeah, there you go. Cancel, cancel some stuff. Um, but I have DVDs that I forgot about and I totally had it on DVD. So I straight up like watched a DVD. So like the versatility of like technology and entertainment is so cool that I like watched something that was brand new from theaters on Friday. I watched like a couple couple year old web series that's still available on YouTube and then I watched like a DVD anyways I just it's think it's kind of interesting and it also makes me think about like you're talking about your job and being like tied to these industries that might not be around but I'm also worried like cartoons are a non-essential service but at the same time <laughs> people need to be entertained yep. and I'm hoping that with with all of the live action that is not able to continue, the one positive about being in animation is like, if we can get stuff set up to be remote, we can continue to make some really awesome television shows for kids. So, and adults too, right? Like, like there's lots of animation for all ages. So anyways, I'm hoping that people do realize that there are still things that can get made and people that, and like, I mean, I will say people are not canceling their streaming services anytime soon. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Here's here's hoping that that is like just the more that we look towards this, the more like when we come out of this on the other side, what the movie and television industry is going to be like, because mm. there is going to yeah. be a bump. And one thing that you were saying that is really like a super bummer is like we were unsure beforehand if Green Arrow and the Canaries would get picked up. And now in this realm of like insane uncertainty, it's just looking way less likely to the point where we would probably not bet on it, um, which is like really devastating. But but once it all writes itself, like there's got to be something, even sports. I didn't even realize this, like that, cause I'm not really a sports person, but how much stuff sucks in terms of sports and the, so the Olympics aren't being canceled yet, but Canada today officially announced that they will not team. Canada will not participate in the Olympics if it still happens this summer. Um, and I think, I think Australia is with Canada as well, really trying yeah. to push for it to be pushed a year. Um, don't know if that's actually going to happen, but I am like, there are some like sacrifices that are being made in, in these entertainment based industries that are, are like having a significant impact on people's lives. But you also sort of are looking for the like hoping that once everything comes back around that, I mean, the landscape is going to be different, but hopefully it's going to be still, it's going to be just interesting. I'm just really excited to see what entertainment is like, uh, after we get through this. And, and, um, so on Facebook today, um, so listening, like, um, from the podcast last week, um, talking about how, like, I really want to do online art or like looking to see like what people are gonna, are gonna be like making remotely, mm -hmm. um, which is so cool. And then, uh, so Kirsten, is that how you say her name? <laughs> Kirsten, uh, shared with me, uh, the, um, a Philharmonic, uh, what is it? I think it's like a Rotterdam or something doing like an orchestra, orchestral um yeah rotterdam's philharmonic did this like great all of the individual musicians coming together from their homes to do just this beautiful i mean it's the really famous it's the really famous thing that i don't know what it's called so but it's like a, a <laughs> nice. um it's i don't know it's like a, it's i um here hang on two seconds i'll like play it because people know what it is as soon as you like hear the like the like opening the opening of it so i like it's it's this dun, 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 dun. right that one okay anyways it's it's beautiful and it's just like it made it like almost made me cry when i was watching it and being like yeah people are coming together and people are making art and the things that 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 i'm reading right is this idea that people are worried about socialism and like if people just like are told that they can't do anything, but people are sitting around and just want to do stuff and want to contribute to humanity and want to make the world a better place. And I do think that there is more of that than there is of people that are bitter or, or resentful or angry right now. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of that, but I think that the, <laughs> the hope is hope is, I mean, at the end of the day, right. That's the whole thing is like, what, what makes humans worth the sacrifice? And it's always, the answer is always love. Right. Like that, that love is stronger than hate and that, and that, and that hope is greater than despair. And that we, as a, as a species will continue even if the world is against us. So I just think that there's yeah. something really beautiful in that. So. Cool. You know what? Let's take that opportunity to break for some ads and uh, we'll be back with a, with a topic from, uh, from our Patreon supporters. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna try something a little bit different now uh, this week with the with the format. So basically, <clears throat> the back half of well, not the back half, but the end of the episode uh, is gonna be 
our Patreon uh, supporter topic. And uh, before we get into that, we'll just give our quick shout out to our Patreon producers, uh, Brian uh, Murowski and uh, Jason J. Samuel over there on patreon.com slash thunderquack. They both pledge at the $20 level and get their Patreon producer shout out there. Um, so thank you to the two of you in particular uh, for, for helping produce this episode. But thank you to everybody who uh to helps who helps us out over at patreon.com slash thunderquack you guys are all awesome and uh man when i look at the number the 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 amount of of money over the last five years that uh that you guys have pledged in total i'm not gonna say it out loud but uh it's a big number and uh i always kind of forget and then and then i'll be clicking through patreon and be like oh yeah that's right um you Thanks guys are for being awesome. awesome. Yeah, your support yeah. has meant a lot, and uh, and continues to mean a lot. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, uh, keep supporting us and other artists. I think that that's kind of the through line from before the ad break. But uh, uh, let's get into let's get into a, a a Patreon topic. I had it open and then I closed it. Dumb, dumb. Uh, this one's from Sherston. Uh, and she says, uh, I don't know if this would work if it can stay COVID unrelated, but a discussion about series you've slept on that you've then gone back and discovered. Uh, because of things we don't want to discuss even more, my friend got me into person of interest and oh my God, this show hits so many this is good buttons for me. Michael Emerson and Jim Caviezel and Taraji P. Henson are all brilliant. It's procedury, but not too procedury. It's got good twists and turns. The main characters are extremely shippable. Uh, and then a little smiley emoticon. Actually, em- emoji? No, emoticon. It's an emoticon when it's text, right? Yeah. Uh, so do you two have sure. anything like that? Something you've gotten into long after it's gone? Uh, I'll, you go first, Amanda. Do you have anything that, that, that you got into well after the fact? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that that is the case. And I know that there was like a, there's a bunch of stuff that I started watching, maybe not well after it was gone, but it had been gone. And then I like started watching it. Like, I think I got into gossip girl after it was already done. And I got into like, um, some, like some of those like major, major, like CWE shows. Um, but I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that was like, well, I mean, aside from all the Korean dramas I watch, I watch way <laughs> after they <Yeah>. are done, <laughs> except for like, honestly, it was rare that I think there's been one that I watched as it was airing. Otherwise, I like just wait till everything's done and then I and then I go in and watch it. Hmm. Um, but you you tell me something that you have and then I'll, I'll try to like I'll try to like think of it in my head and like yeah. see what I can um, come up with. Probably the biggest one that comes to mind for me is probably Veronica Mars. Um, oh, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't start watching that until long after well not i guess maybe not that long but a cut but maybe like a year or so after uh i it was it was sort of done um and it was one of those things where like it would occasionally pop up on the cw i because i think the third and final season was was on the cw it was kind of like right at that beginning of the 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 move over from it being uh, wb to being cw and uh which is one of the things that i think eventually uh caught up to it right like uh that one of the reasons why it did get canceled um right but i i I, yeah we i think we had watched 
I think for some reason, Crystal and I watched one episode randomly, like somewhere in the middle of the series. And uh, and I was like, huh, this series seems kind of cool. And uh, and I went and and this is back in the day of uh, this tells you how long ago it was. I, I up here, it was a company called HMV that uh, <laughs> right. I, yep. you'd be walking through the HMV, just looking at the DVD box sets and seeing what's on sale and what's what. And and I think that I we were picking something else up and season one of Veronica Mars was like two for 20 sort of thing. Right. And, uh, and I was like, okay, cool. Like we'll give this a try. Um, and, uh, I, I mean like I was instantly hooked on that show and then immediately went and got season two and three as soon as I could. And, uh, and, and Crystal and I got through that series pretty quick and it's uh, it's one of our favorites, and that movie really just ruined it for me. Boy, oh boy, did that oh, Kickstarter dear. movie just, just. I didn't ruin it for me, but I. Ugh. It wasn't maybe the best. The whole <laughs> Logan of all of it, it's just. It, I love Logan though; he's my favorite. This, so this will this will tell you how important I I Veronica Mars is uh, to Crystal and I. As I sit here recording this episode and just brought that up, she just forwarded me a post from uh, Kristen Bell. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, Crystal is probably uh, one of the biggest Kristen Bell fans that you'll, that you'll find. She's a bit obsessed. I, I think if, if, if you had to, to pick like one of her number one, I, I, TV movie star actor type people, it would be Kristen Bell. I think she's pretty high up there. Um, so yeah, Veronica Mars was a big one. Uh, and the other one that I will say is Arrested Development. I didn't start watching Arrested Development until after it had been canceled. Um, and I caught, man, I'm trying to remember it again. Uh, this will tell you how long ago it was. I, TiVo was a thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and TiVo was particularly not a thing in Canada unless you went out of your way to do it. It was a re- like you had to jump through some hoops in order to get TiVo sorted out. I had a TiVo because I love TV so much and uh, and wanted a PVR before they were readily available in Canada. And my TiVo kept recommending Arrested <laughs> Development. It kept going, hey, really think you'd dig this show. And it kept just recording episodes for me. So I eventually <laughs> like watched a couple and I can remember like the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't think I like this show. But then I, I, the more it recommended it, the more I was like, okay, fine, I'll give it a go. And once Netflix was a thing and, uh, and actually, actually, no, I think before Netflix was a thing, I went out and I bought all the blue, uh, the DVDs of that. Um, and had all, I have all all three seasons on DVD, so of the original three seasons, and then and then Netflix did the whole uh, we're gonna make brought a fourth season, yeah, 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 and brought it back. And again, like similar to Veronica Mars, season four and five of Arrested Development, not the greatest. Maybe <laughs> the show would have been kind of better off if we just kind of left it where it was. But uh, regardless, I love that show. Arrested Development's so great. Um, it, it really is. Those first two seasons in particular are just some of the greatest comedy television of all time. Um, and uh, I 
yeah, people just really missed out on mm-hmm. that whole thing. But uh, those are those are I think are probably the two biggest ones for me. I am. Um, I didn't watch Stranger Things for a full year after it came out. Like I like to the point where like it like it was ridiculous. Like people were just like talking about Stranger Things consistently, and I, I just, remember like, was, trying like, to against. to convince you. And I think you yeah. could probably go back to old episodes of yeah. Quiver, where I'm like, you really need to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, look, and I'll I tell just... you, it's not one of mine, but I will tell you that it is a very noticeable one since Disney Plus launched that a lot of people slept on and are now realizing is one of the greatest TV shows of all time, and that's I. Uh, uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and then by extension, Star Wars Rebels. Um, Star oh, Wars Rebels, my yes, favorite Star Wars too. anything ever. Yeah. So uh, that tells you how I feel about those shows. But uh, there's a lot of people who've been discovering Star Wars, uh, Lucasfilm animation, the Dave Filoni stuff, since The Mandalorian came out. And uh, uh, I can't recommend those highly enough. Like, the, those the clone wars where it's at now in the final season that that that's currently airing um it's unbelievable i uh, we watched the most recent episode on friday morning cara and i and when it was done uh, i asked her what she wanted to watch and she was like i want to watch more star wars can we watch more of that? And I was like, well, that's the most recent episode, but you haven't seen the beginning. So we went back and we watched the movie and, um, wow, it's been over a decade. It's been, been like 11 years since the movie came out. And, uh, I, what a difference in animation quality and the writing and the, the, the score, everything. It's like where it's at now is, is, incredible compared to where it started and where it's but watching the movie again i was like it's been a long time since i've watched it it's good it's 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 still pretty dang good it's the animation is still better than a lot of computer animated stuff that's coming out today um yeah it's i i i you really need to watch clone wars and star wars i know i know i started it you really need to I've, but, but I'm like I'm behind on a lot of stuff. I've I've now like I thought I thought of like a bunch of stuff that I I like I very rarely watch stuff as it comes out. But I I do remember getting into West Wing yeah. well after it was done and then just like binging it. Um just for a few I think I I think I binged it right up until I think there was a a point where Aaron Sorkin left. Um and I want to say it might have been like a 9-11 episode or something like that mm. where I sort of like dropped off and like I, I so I haven't finished West Wing, but I remember binging it hard. And I also remember in my early 20s watching Frasier, like catching up on like because I never watched Frasier as a kid. but My mom always watched Frasier and I was like, this show seems so terrible and boring. But then as a adult it was funny because it became like relevant to my life i never watched friends or seinfeld when (gasps) they were on um oh man i did oh man like religiously i watched friends not seinfeld i've never watched seinfeld and i don't think i ever will it's terrible (laughs) it's not my not my humor sorry i know that seinfeld is uh, is good objectively but i just it's not my jam but friends man i remember My my grandma taped for me the hundredth episode of Friends, which is the one where Phoebe has her babies, and so it was one of the only episodes of Friends I had on VHS, and I watched it so many times. To this day, I could probably just like 
recite that version that like mm. that episode like I loved but I get like obsessed with television and that hasn't gone away since I was a young child and like in the same way like right where I spent that summer just watching Star Wars over and over and over again I did the same thing for friends like I just got like so obsessed with the show yeah um but oh man I got so obsessed with so many things as a kid like Roswell constantly I watched and oh anyways but yes there's a lot of things that I watched after oh house I think also I got really into after it was already done. And luckily, I got into Lucifer right after it got canceled. I, like, started watching Lucifer, and I was like, oh, this show is so good. And, like, while I was binging it, they announced that it was coming back on Netflix. Like, Netflix was saving yeah. it. And I was like, oh, man, that's so convenient. <laughs> so it was – I was, like, really pleased. So it's good. I, I don't know. Those, those, are, those are, like, some of mine. Um, I'm sure I could talk about a million other things. I just love TV so much. There's so much that I've like. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm sure that there's more. Um, but I mean, like all. You so, recommended Friday Night Lights for me. Like I still have Friday Night Lights. That's Lights a good. Sitting, that's another one. That's another one that I didn't. Yeah. I We bought that on, on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's a. I'm going to give a recommendation. This is not a show that I slept on. It's a show that I watched uh, when it was airing uh, as soon as we got it in Canada. Um, uh, it's a show called Mission Hill. It's animated. Um, it's, oh, yeah. it was created oh, okay. by Bill Oakley and, uh, 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 Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Yeah. Is that right? I think I, that's I, right. Sure. But, um, they're, they were from the Simpsons and they left the Simpsons to go do this show. Um, and it famously got, uh, uh, only, uh, really kind of half a season. Um, it is... It is my favorite animated sitcom. Uh, Mission Hill is incredible, and and my friend Andrew just sent me a a, a YouTube. Uh, he just posted a YouTube clip from the show to my uh, uh, Facebook wall. And uh, wall are they walls anymore? Did I just date myself? Yeah, my Facebook so wall timeline. Um, he just Ugh, sent me it on Facebook. Facebook, stop trying to make timeline happen. It's not going to happen. I. <laughs> And uh, uh, there's a there's a great scene. Andy is the main character, and he's a cartoonist. Um, and uh, nobody gets his his cartoons because they're really kind of like like weird and esoteric. And he's uh, he's got a cartoon that's specific. I'm gonna explain a visual gag on mm-hmm. podcast, but Love it's it. so great. It's I uh, I the comic is is uh uh. uh a woman at a deli counter and she's pointing at a piece of meat and the butcher's behind the the counter. And, and she's saying the caption is that's so Kafka esque. And the joke is people misusing terms like Kafka esque, right? Like Mm -hmm. like grad students who just want to sound smart. Right. So he's, he's very anti-establishment anti. So there's a lot, he's a, uh, in terms of like that anti uh, uh, post secondary institution, we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and uh, uh, his brother uh, Kevin, who is not that type of person, who is much more of like a computer nerd type of geek, uh, more your more classic nerdy geek type of guy. Uh, he says he recommends or suggests the uh, the the alternative caption. Please, ma'am, no meat touching. <laughs> and uh, I, it's just like it, it, it could not be further from it. And uh, it's a, it's a classic Mission Hill joke for about five people. 
that get it and think it's funny. And and Andrew sent this to me and said, more relevant than ever. Uh, please, no meat touching. No meat touching. Uh, and I, that's it's funny. It's good stuff. Good. Mission Hill, it's going to be hard to find, except for the fact that you can find it illegally on YouTube. Because... Uh, it was produced by MTV back in this era when MTV was oh, trying to get yeah. into doing a bunch of original content. Um, and they MTV did this with a bunch anymore? of shows. Sorry? Does MTV exist still? Yes. Okay. Uh, but God knows what it is at this point. The last <laughs> the last time I checked in with Carson Daly MTV, was hosting a show. It was well, it was all the like Snookies and the and the Jerseys oh. and the and the Shores and whatnot. Jersey Shore was on MTV? Interesting. Yeah. Um, it was all that stuff. And then like Teen Wolf, the, that awful thing that should not have been called Teen Wolf. Um, I, but yeah, I, they had, there was this era where they produced a whole bunch of, uh, original animated content and Mission Hill was part of that. Clone High was part of that. Um, undergrads, all three. Clone High and undergrad. So good. Both great of those shows. shows are so good. All three of these shows were incredible and um, had small cult followings, but then were brought to Canada by a company called Teletoon um, and basically programmed into like an evening block of like, Altogether, here's an yeah. episode of undergrads, an episode of Mission Hill and an episode of, of uh, uh, Clone High. And I think like the Oblongs was in there as well, which was Will Ferrell. Oh, I remember that. Um, and There's, there was a, there was a few other shows. I have and, an undergrad story when you're done. Yeah, I I it turned those shows into like these cult hits into yeah. like part of Canadian teenage culture uh, in the like in so the, ingrained the late '90s, early 2000s. It's it's like. These these shows were like topic of conversation at school uh, the next day, uh, even though I think at that point they were old. They had already aired. But um, no, it's totally so th- it's not like really a story, but like just good Charlotte. The click was the theme song for yeah. undergrads. And I remember like, you know, back in the days when you would burn your own CDs and stuff. And so I had a CDs. I actually probably still have it. I still have the CD. I'm sure of it. Where I had the version of The Click by Good Charlotte that had a break in the middle of it where it had lines from the show. Yeah. So like the four main guys like set a line. And so every time I sing that song, I expect the break to come with and do the voices of the characters. And it's just like it just was such a part of that era of my life that I like totally like, yeah, man, undergrads. So fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to listen to this song when we get off the podcast. I, now it's like in my head. You know what? All three of those shows, like if you want a time capsule to the year 2001, I think, uh, yeah. uh, 2001, Something 2002, like that, yeah. 2003, yeah. like that is, that's your key. Just watch those three shows in the OC and you're set. You are I set. Remember, I remember the line. It was like, I think Cal was the stupid one and the line in the middle of the song was, isn't it weird how different hands look when you're naked? Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> there oh is, man, I love undergrads. There is a line from undergrads that I still use to this day. So at one point, somebody asks Cal, um, I, what is it? What do they say? It's like, you, it's like, you know, it's weird. And he's, and, and Cal, who is an idiot answers, uh, yeah, when when uh, when a fly flies up your nose, and then when you blow your nose, you have flies in your boogers. <laughs> and it's like, so if somebody goes like, you, you know, it's weird. I'll be like, yeah, and then I'll say that, and then they'll be like, what? <laughs> and they just like don't get it. Like, never mind. Do, you clearly weren't watching Teletoon. Like, 
like like answer um like random things like i really really one day would like somebody to compliment my glasses just so i can say they're not for sale <laughs> because <laughs> it's the best line from the it crowd ever oh man um, okay there's a that's another show oh there you go so there's so many shows the it crowd which is on netflix watch it if you oh, haven't watched the so it good. crowd i don't know oh man I don't what know are you what's doing? Wrong what are you doing you? with your life? I this has made me think and reminisce back to like two really interesting things. I have a garbage memory, but I very distinctly remember the first episode I ever watched of Lost and the first episode I ever watched of Doctor Who mm-hmm. because I watched them totally not as I was supposed to. Like I I watched them as they were airing, like they just like were on and I watched them before I knew what those shows were. And they're both Weird shows to come in in the middle of, but particularly for people who have watched Lost, my first episode of Lost was the episode where Desmond is time skipping and it's the Not Penny's Boat episode. That is my first episode that I ever watched of Lost. And it's, it totally was like, because time travel is my jam, it wound up being, it wound up being like, oh, I'm going to watch the show. And then I was sorely disappointed that the whole show wasn't actually mm. about that much time travel. But that was my first ever episode of that. And then my first episode ever of Doctor Who was the werewolf episode. And so it was right in the middle of the Tenant season. So the Tenant and Rose season. And it's actually like a really good standalone episode that doesn't have too much time travel in it. So like I remember watching that and just completely forgetting about it. Like it wasn't even like a thing on my radar. But I remember then watching through Doctor Who when I got really into it and then getting to that episode and being like, oh, man, I've seen this episode before. But it just like hadn't it hadn't like sunk in totally as like a thing that I had watched. Anyways. I just like think that that's really cool that I have some memories that I actually remember about television because otherwise yeah. I like I don't really remember stuff that clearly but those two memories of of my TV watching experience are like really clear in my brain. So I think that's 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 some interesting little tidbits for you about my television watching experience. Uh yeah, I I Man, oh, we could go on all night, but it's getting late, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cap it there. I uh, that that was a good topic. Thank you so much for that one, Sherston. We yeah. I was like, okay, we started, and I was like, okay, this is maybe not gonna go on for for as long as I thought. And then, thank thankfully, Andrew sent me that that Mission Hill thing, and um, we kept going. Go. But, um, yeah, man. I uh, thank you everybody who is listening and who's been joining us, uh, I, whether it's live or after the fact for the Thunderquack quarantine zone stuff. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday night for that. Uh, if you're hearing this, if you're a Patreon supporter and you're hearing this uh, on Tuesday, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to post this tomorrow. I'll post Ooh. this on Monday um, you guys Extra can get special it early. early podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. Did we not talk about the biggest like news that happened this week? The Which, like Rosario Dawson thing. Uh, I talked about it with Tyler on oh, okay. on Friday night. It's so. all good. It's um, good. And look, I I know that Variety confirmed that she's playing Ahsoka Tano in season two of The Mandalorian. But, but until Star Wars announces it, until Lucasfilm it. or Disney announces it, it is still a rumor. Yeah, um, that's fair. But it would if, be a sweet rumor. I am on board. It would I am be pretty very great. excited. It would be pretty great. Very um, yeah, I'm definitely down. Like, I'm on board for her to play Ahsoka. I just don't want to get my hopes up. I think that's probably where I'm at. Um, yeah, and and listen, you're going to hear all about it on the next episode of Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast, where that conversation belongs. 
Uh, so listen <laughs> to Matt and I talk about it because uh, we're real Star Wars fans. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm making fun. I'm, I was going to say. You yeah. are a real Star Wars fan. It's okay. Very upsetting. Uh, I mean, like you haven't watched the Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, but yeah. hey, you're a real Star Wars fan, I guess. <laughs> Uh, hey <laughs> i am gonna shame you on that i'm not i won't shame you about anything else in your star wars fandom but the fact that you Except haven't watched haven't those watched shows them. yeah um true. you can't um, be excited about rosario dawson playing ahsoka because you have no frame of reference for the character i have frame of reference for ahsoka a uh, very loose frame of reference I, yes it's true i don't actually have yeah. a you don't a, have anyway. yeah you i'm need to aware watch of i'm Clone aware of her uh if you watch clone wars i guarantee that you'll then like start watching rebels as soon as you're done yeah um cool Cool. that's it for this week's episode of the thunderquack podcast thank you guys for joining us uh you can go to thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the network and uh and and follow us on social media on facebook twitter and instagram you can follow me on facebook sorry don't follow me on facebook don't do that. It's awful. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at uh, at Arkwolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. Uh, you can follow me as well. I'm on Twitter at Akonkin, A-K-O-N-K-I-N. You can add an 86 to that for Instagram. And I'm posting different content in both places, so it's pretty sweet. Awesome. I'm, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and if you like what you hear, you can support us in three ways. First, by going to your podcast service of choice and leaving a rating or recommendation uh, review, what have you, whatever, whatever your the the service you use calls it, because uh, that lets other people know that the podcast is listenable, great, awesome, your favorite. I don't know. That's for you to leave in the review. Um, I uh, there, we have a lot of reviews on Quiver that are like, you know, uh, it's not often actually about Arrow, but the hosts <laughs> are entertaining enough. So there you go. I like uh, it. It's it's fair. So I do like that you you recommended a podcast to somebody else too, where they were like, "What is the Double X Files about?" And you're like, "Well, it's about the X Files, but it's kind of also like in the same way that Quiver is about Arrow. Yeah, and they talk about other stuff. Exactly. Um, it's just a reason to have a conversation. I uh, yeah. yeah, I but uh, yeah, do that. Uh, leave your rating and reviews. Uh, uh, on your podcast services of choice and uh second you can go to store.thunderquack.com and pick up some merchandise uh and last but not least you go to uh patreon.com slash thunderquack and kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool extras uh like the thunderquack podcast uncut uh where uh, amanda and i talk a lot about lego uh for yeah. half an hour basically almost half an hour we talk about lego <laughs> Um, and I actually built a Lego set on the podcast, so uh, I, which is great for an audio medium. Um, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that I'm very excited that I've now thought of how I would like to end the Thunderquack podcast. Oh, you have a sign and off. I, I do. And I'm stealing it from my elementary school math teacher. At okay. least I'm pretty sure it was my elementary school math teacher or else it was my high school lit teacher. One of the two. She was a very kind lady. Both of them. Okay. So so when we're done, well, just the last sentence. I'm, yep. I'm going to add three sentences before it that are all my own and they have to do with, well, they're not my own. They're coronavirus related. But then the last sentence is going to be okay. from my, okay. So are we well, ready? then are we ready? I, will, yeah. I yeah. will wrap it up and say thank you guys mm-hmm. for listening and we will catch you next week. Cool. So stay safe. Don't be a racist. Wash your hands and be kind to one another.